queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Lord have mercy. Here we go. Another week, another week of craziness and chaos and debuts and title changes that shouldn't have been made. And just, oh my God, where the fuck do you start? All right. So let's get the, let's get the one out of the way that we normally don't like to talk about a lot because Jolie doesn't watch the show and Kayla has issues with the show these days and everything. Let's get all, let's get all the AEW stuff out of the way first. Uh, Before I get started, Kayla, you had to fire off at Tony again? Yeah. Um, fire away. Tony fucking Khan. Will you please stop putting people in matches that they're not in title matches that are not fucking going to win that they fucking deserve? I'm sick and tired of you doing this to Orange Cassidy. I'm sick and tired of it. If anybody on that roster deserves any titles, it's Orange Cassidy and Best Friends. And I'm tired of you fucking them over. And... So you need to do the right thing. Don't put them in title matches if you're not going to give them titles. Because I'm going to be honest with you, Cassidy had that match against the Bastard because the Bastard couldn't win on his own. And that's what pisses me off. So stop putting him in title matches if you're not going to give him the title. That just aggravates me. And yes, I'm on high aces from your damn show because I'm tired of how you treat your talent. Right now, I am not watching... AEW Live. I'll keep up on Twitter just because one of my absolute favorite wrestlers right now is a three-time AEW World Champion. Congratulations to Mr. John Moxley for that title. And also, right now, I'm not coming back until after Statlander returns, if I decide that. And she better get a title. Shocked. And get the title. I don't care if it's to break Jade Cardgill in half for the TBS Women's Championship. I don't care if she tears limb by limb off of Tony fucking Storm for the AEW champion, Atrium Championship or throws Thunder Rosa around the corner, whoever's going to be the other part of the AEW Women's Champion when she comes back. She better get her title shot and she better win. Or I will not be a fan anymore. Keep up on social media is what I'll keep doing. And the thing is, Tony... The way you're playing games, I might actually sit down and start watching NXT again. And that's pretty sad because I was not really excited about NXT 2.0. But now that Triple H and Shawn Michaels is bringing back the black and gold, shit's about to hit the fan. That's all I will say. Do the right fucking thing because you don't know how to run a wrestling company. Don't sit there and say you know everything you know there is about wrestling. No, you don't. Let's me and you talk. Let me, you, and the Jester talk. And Cat. And we'll see who knows wrestling. The Queens take over. 
or your dumbass. But you'll lose. You'll be three against one. Matter of fact, to top it off, let's bring the American Nightmare on there too. He'll run your ass down too when it comes to wrestling. Now, I know you're happy that Mox is the third three-time champion, but I honestly felt that it should have gone to Daniel Bryan just because I'd be more interested in a Bryan heel turn and um, a feud with him and MJF. Not saying a feud with Mox and MJF wouldn't be amazing, but I also feel that, um, you know, Wardlow said it best, the AEW Heavyweight Championship contenders right now is a shit show and he should have been up for the title as well i agree with you on that one i would that would between box and danielson i was happy either way but it's just the fact it ended up being him i was like oh okay okay i guess i'm happy for this one so but yeah i do agree daniel does need to turn heel and kind of dis well i don't know dismember himself from blackpool combat club i don't know i honestly think you know if you're gonna have william regal being your stable leader he act a little bit more. He's got to be more ruthless. <laughs> you would think. He kind of did. And, you know, we, we saw that at the end where, like, he was trying to, like, him and Daniel kind of had that little tiff. Uh, I saw clips on Twitter, like, just like you. I only, that's how I keep up with AEW. I watch shit on Twitter. Like, that's how I found out about the debut. And I'm like, please keep her away from Sammy Guevara and Taya Conti because they don't know how to fucking wrestle. Everybody said that on Twitter. There was a lot of people tweeting that out, like the picture of Ruby they're kicking. And they're like, please keep her away from these two. Right. And, um, but yeah, it's just Daniel, I felt like, you know, needs it. And then you have the whole Jericho beating Claudio. Like, what the fuck? It's like that match had no buildup whatsoever. And it seems like the only reason Khan did it was so he can get uh jericho that eighth title the ring of honor title he never had i don't know if he ever had any remote interest in it either whatsoever and it's just like jericho keeps being put in all these big time matches and everything when he could have had the opportunity to put others over especially claudio who was in his first world title reign let me repeat that his first world title reign could have had a monster chance to put him over but no con went with his pretty boy semi-pretty boy you went with his fat boy (laughs) his seditious boy right holy shit um no it just like that made zero sense to me like if they did that shit to anybody in wwe if they did it to claudio in wwe and cesaro would have fucking lost my shit there too and Mm -hmm. i think the old owner of roh and some of the old wrestlers that aren't a part of it like even Sledge has said he doesn't know what's going on with the company and what they're doing over there. Sledge has been very, like, if you ever watch any of his TikToks, he's been very critiqueful. I don't even know if that's a word, um, of AEW and the handling of ROH. Right. And I feel that ROH, you know, it didn't, it doesn't deserve to have Jericho as a champion. And there's a rumor that the only reason why they put the championship on him was because they, they want to erase CM Punk from history because CM Punk was the only wrestler to hold all those titles. Now Jericho is. He's the second one. Oh, God. And, you know, and I know people are saying, well, we don't miss the Bucks. Well, no offense, but y'all miss Omega. He's a moneymaker. He's somebody that brings people in. And 
here's my rant with Tony Khan this week. You're bragging that you had the, uh, I guess it was the, the stupid ratings over Monday Night Raw this week. Monday Night Raw that had two, not one, but two NFL games head to head with Monday Night Raw. When you, little dick Tony Khan, can go head to head with Monday Night Raw and still break over 2 million viewers, then you can sit at the big boys table and talk. But their peak was over 2 million because people are still interested in Monday Night Raw. But you had an NFC championship rematch, rematch at Lincoln Financial Field. Yeah, people were tuning into that. You also had the Bills and what was it, the Titans? Another AFC playoff rematch. Two very popular ass fucking teams. And games, four popular teams, two major games, two rivalry games because the Eagles and Vikings have now become back in the competitive rivalry. And you have the Titans and Bills, which has always been a rivalry. So when your little club, and I say little because that's exactly how your uh, your little big dick energy is acting, like you have nothing in your pants. When y'all can do that, then come talk because y'all couldn't do that against the NBA. You gotta, you guys have to put yourself on different channels when it comes to the NBA, different times, or in in the NHL. And you know it's going to be very interesting when NBC Universal buys out Warner Brothers. Very interesting. So what's going to happen to your little, your little sideshow then, buddy? You're going to be owned by people that own the WWE. So y'all want to talk, you know, y'all want to be out there for bravado and the ratings and the demos. Okay, that's fine. But again, like I said, if once you can break 2 million against two Monday Night Football games that have four amazing powerhouse teams, well, the Titans used to be a powerhouse. Now they've kind of flattened. But the Vikings are a good team. Eagles are a damn good fucking team. And the Bills are a damn good fucking team. Once you do that, bitch, then you can fucking talk. And I really want to talk about this debut. So can we get to that, please? You read my mind. That was next on the list. (laughs) Oh, my God. There was talks. There was rumors. There was tweets. But it finally came true on Wednesday. Soraya, formerly known as Paige, debuted in AEW. It's had all Soraya, the way- by the way, not Soraya. Sor- She's already. I heard, I, I've heard it like two different ways. Okay, sorry. Soraya. Thank you. Thank you. She corrected <laughs> it on Twitter, so. Okay, Soraya. Okay, Soraya. <laughs> my bad. Anyways, okay. So Soraya debuted on AEW, got all the women ch- uh, scared shitless out of the ring and everything. But. Kayla, she's not even cleared yet. I don't even know what the hell she's going to be doing for like the first month or whatever. She's not even cleared yet. I mean, I've seen, you know, she's said like on some of her Twitch and different things that she is cleared and that, you know, WWE when doctors would never clear her. Um, but then again, it's just like, you know, they have legit reason why. And, um, you know, yeah, you might think you're ready that one 
one slip in the ring of you hitting your head can, you know, cause more serious injury. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that she, how long, I know Edge was gone for nine years. How long was Daniel Bryan out for? Uh, what, three, three or four? At least four. Four years. Okay, you haven't even been out for not even three yet. So let's just say maybe about two. Um, yeah, I mean, they always say bodies heal, you know, differently from different injuries than others, which is true. Um, if this is the step that she wants to take, I'm happy for her. I hope she's careful in what she does. I mean, I know she's always, you know, pro wrestling, you know, is her job or what she's always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And if this is what she wants to do, then good. I hope she's hope she's ready more than she thinks she is. Because um, I don't want to see her get hurt again. I don't want to see her, you know, you know, next time might be paralyzed or even worse than what she was before. Mm-hmm. And um, like we stated in our group chat, wrestling fans cannot, if she gets hurt again, wrestling fans can't blame Sasha Banks for that one. So, um, Paige, if this is the step you want to take, I'm happy for you. Congrats. But please be careful. And jumping back to Tony Khan, do not put her in the ring with Sammy fucking Guevara and his bitch Tay Conti or whatever the hell she goes by these days. I really could care less. She's Sammy Guevara's bitch. That's all I care. But anyway, be safe. Take care of yourself because, girl, you're still young. You still, if you, you know, treat your body right and continue, you know, to heal, you can be around for a long time. And, you know, you can succeed in the future in pro wrestling if you take care of yourself. But just be careful and hopefully, hopefully Tony Khan makes the right choice, but he don't know how to do that. (laughs) He lacks that in part of his brain. Oh, let me make the right choice. (laughs) Nope, made the wrong choice. Yeah, because it's like, he gives his wrestlers like a little more free will, which leads to a lot more injuries. But the other concern, and Jolie, you touched on this in our group chat and everything. It's like, the AEW women's division has not been booked properly. We can all agree with that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she does bring a lot of star power, but it's like, you also said in the group chat and everything, like, they don't even have a former champion on the show all the time. They've re- referred her to uh, Dark and Elevate, ele- yeah, whatever, YouTube. So yeah. it's just like. And, and not only that, they're kind of erasing uh, history with claiming that, with, with uh, Anthony Bowen claiming that he's the first gay wrestler to have a championship. Yes, I get it. He's the first gay male to have a championship. But they didn't right. celebrate her as the first transgendered championship that much they didn't no, they celebrate, did her as, celebrate her as the first lesbian to win a championship no they didn't and to some of the people in the group that i'm in they're like well gay means gay men I, I call myself gay all the time i call myself queer all the time i call myself a lesbian i call myself those three things i'm a woman loving woman i'm queer i'm gay i rep the rainbow flag i rep the lesbian flag if there is a strictly queer flag i would rep that too but here's the thing they treat her like an afterthought and she's not she's a fucking powerhouse who wrestles better than ty conti who gets more fucking screen time because she's sammy Guevara's bitch and 
you know, I basically just called the company out to be a racist because of what they've done to Nyla Rose and transphobic. You know, because Anthony Bowen can say that he's the first, is he, is he the first black man to win a title in AEW? No, that was um, Scorpio. Oh, Scorpio? Okay. Yeah, the Scorpio guy. So he's, but he's the, what, the second one then? Swerve and Keith. They they lost the titles now, but I'm talking about original AEW members. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that's good for Anthony. Like, you know, he's one of the first originals to actually win a title there because, you know, I am happy for the acclaimed. No offense to the best friends, but I do think they deserve the title shot next and the titles next. Um, We all know my feeling about Orange Cassidy. I just think that gimmick is fucking stupid. But I've looked at some of my Facebook posts in the past. I'm pretty sure everybody's like, oh, shit, that sounds racist. Oh, shit, that sounds wrong. We all have shit in our past that we've said. And I don't think that everybody gets canceled for what we said 10 years ago. Because we've educated ourselves. You know, I mean... I'm pretty sure Kat has said some shit in the past. Kayla has said some shit in the past. Our parents have said some shit in the past. Our grandparents. We've all, but the thing is, it's it's not about what you said in the past. It's just, if you still keep perpetuating that stereotypes, those, those thoughts and feelings. Uh, I want to move on to Paige and the fact that she, you know, I do not like her boyfriend, husband, whatever the fuck he is. He does have rape allegations. He's a piece of shit. And the song that they're using called Zombified is fucking trash. And before, you know, he starts throwing out, because he's thrown it out there that anybody that critiques his shit, he's going to sue them for defamation. You cannot sue for defamation if you're critiquing a piece of art, which you consider this to be, Ronnie. You know, you say in your song, you shut your mouth and you bite your tongue because you don't want to piss off anyone. I don't fucking do that shit. I call Tony Khan out. I call anybody out. I call Vince out on this shit. You know, I basically just called the company out to be a racist because of what they've done to Nyla Rose and transphobic. This song is trash. So her using that song is fucking disgusting to me. That perpetuates more, um, bullshit that we don't need i I think some songs don't need lyrics i I think if you're going to be a wrestler i prefer instrumental some people do like metalingus uh litas but like you know roman he don't need no fucking lyrics hardy boys never needed lyrics until jeff went on his own mox never needed lyrics shit bailey never needed lyrics Charlotte, I mean, there's something better to me about instrumental than anything else. But Paige, and the funny thing is, they're saying that he contacted her in the summer when I guess they were rumored that they were going to be letting her go and some shit like that. So we don't actually know if that they contacted her while she was still under contract. But that's a whole can of fucking worms there, too. I never wanted to see her wrestle again. And people, well, that's selfish. No. Just like I never want to see Jeff wrestle again. 
because I want them to be around for a long time. I want her to be a part of the product, helping make the product better. Not putting her life on the line because what happened to her with Sasha was a bad bump. That was it. What happens when that bad bump happens in AEW? What happens if that bad bump happens to Daniel Bryan's? Brian Danielson, I don't fucking care. The goat. Billy Goatman. <laughs> and he can he can't carry his kids. You know, I I and I know it's selfish of me to say, well, I don't want you to wrestle anymore because I care more about your health than seeing you as one of my faves wrestle again. Because I would rather you be healthy and you know helping make the product better. By being here. And. You know. it's People might call me selfish for that. But. I would rather her be. If she is coming into wrestle. I would rather her be a managerial position. Kind of like how Sonya was for a while. And. Have her. Fix the division. If anybody can fix AEW's wrestling division. It's her. And people, for the love of fucking Christ, can you stop saying, well, we need Trinity and Mercedes? Sweethearts, they're still technically under contract until next year. Shut the fuck up. Because if you're saying that Tony Khan has reached out to them, that means Tony Khan has tampered with contracts like he's been accusing WWE of doing. I'm done my rant now. Sometimes I gotta time you. On the first note, I googled it. This is what Google says. They're classifying as the first ever black champion in AEW going to our wonderful please don't make me say her name. Are they saying Jade's the first African American champion? In uh, AEW, I think. What? That's Google, get your shit together. So I'm trying to continue to find it, but that's what I'm finding. Hang on here. We're going to get Google in this. But continue, Kat. Yeah. She's loose. She's loose. All right. right, Talking about contracts and tampering. Last subject regarding AEW and everything. Bobby Fish. Okay. So apparently it's like he had a hinkling about going back to WWE. Wanted to take Adam with him. And then all of a sudden he ends up in impact. Weird. Look, dude's going to get paid. He knows he really can't go to the WWE right now because Roderick's out with injury. Yeah. And, you know, it's just an interesting, fun time. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does. And he, he will always be a Triple H guy. Yeah. And impact isn't a full service thing like it could just be a temporary contract but i find it you know fucking hilarious that they said that you know he tried to get fish or uh, kyle o'reilly and adam cole and then apparently swerve and some other people and now we know that alec malachi black was one of the people that wwe contacted Mm -hmm. and here's how i think that that conversation went (laughs) hey tommy yes paul how much time you got left on your contract? Yada, yada years. 
okay, cool. When you're ready for negotiations, give us a call. Because Triple H and Stephanie McMahon are too fucking professional to do that shit. Yeah. And, you know, what are you going to do? Sue his wife for saying, I want you to come back to the WWE? I mean, technically, there there's rumors that they were contacting Adam Cole while he was still under contract with AEW. So what, we, so what is Triple H going to sue Britt Baker for that? <laughs> and now Buddy Murphy's gone? Well, I mean... He's, he's stepping away from AEW. It looks like he's stepping away from wrestling itself for a while and everything, but I don't think he's like asked for... I haven't seen anything about him asking for his release yet or anything to that effect. Yeah, well, why he might not have asked for his release, I understand why he would want to, because he's dating one of the hottest fucking women on the roster right now. Jesus Christ, lucky bastard. (laughs) I mean, there's rumors that one of them is Andrade. So what are you going to do, Sue Charlotte? Because I bet you money, you know, they said, oh, we we want Charlotte in AEW. It's just utter bullshit and just... You're allowed to have conversations with people. And if you're not allowed to have conversations, then something is fucking wrong. Because if they're if they're claiming contract tampering, sweetheart, they're independent contractors. And having a conversation is not tampering unless you say, "Hey, ask for your you want out." Again, yeah. like I said, they're too professional to do that shit. <sighs> uh, uh, go ahead, Kayla. No, I did find it. It does say first ever AEW Black Champion at number one is Scorpio Sky when he won the tag titles. Okay. And then followed by number two was uh, Nyla Rose when she was champion. Okay, Nyla. Okay. <clears throat> Look, okay. I'm not up on AEW. Y'all can't get mad at me. I don't know this shit. <laughs> We got you back. We'll figure it out. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, all right. WWE. We didn't get a chance to talk about this one last week because we were like enwrapped in the challenge and everything. So, uh, okay. So, I guess it's a countdown to Logan Paul's funeral uh, because it is official now. Uh, Crown Jewel, Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul for the t- for the titles for the undisputed title. I will tell you this right now. (laughs) The fact that they even are giving him this match is disgusting. It is, and I get it, it's money and Saudi probably asked for it. Whatever. I mean, if Saudi was smart to be like, we want Bobby Lashley and we want Brock Lesnar. That's a money match right there. Amen. And that was a shitty English accent. But yeah, no. Um, so I, I just need to know who we're supposed to send the f- funeral arrangement flowers to. Um, is there going to be a GoFundMe for his ass? Because uh, Logan Paul needs to realize one thing. It's not just Roman. It's Solo Sequoia. It's Jimmy Uso. It's Jay Uso. 
it's the walrus Paul Heyman, and it's the honorary Oos, Sami Zayn. I know that segment on Friday was fucking hilarious. I almost he, he had me he Sammy had Paul. me going. He had I, I was like I was like you son of a bitch, you bastard! Everything that he has done for y'all. And then there's Jimmy or Jay in the background, like looking like somebody just pissed in his Cheerios. Can we give an Oscar? Can we give an Oscar to Jay? Because we all we damn well know that he's probably cool with this whole situation, like outside of this. But like you know, he is playing this role so fucking well. And Jimmy, Jimmy is hyping Sammy up so much. It's absolutely adorably cute. And hey, um. Hey. I actually have a little Oscar here for work and everything. So it's like, yeah, here you go. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just. He's got to realize unless he brings his little brother. Um, Jake, I'm another big bitch, Paul. He's going to be all alone. And while they might not be at the ring, they're going to be in that building most likely. Because, yeah. you know, the tag titles are going to have to be defended. I mean, the only one that I don't see being there because it is Saudi Arabia is Sammy, but that's because of his beliefs. And I Same. honestly 100% respect the man for doing that. Um, but he's going to have at least have the Usos there because I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they're going to uh, go for the titles there again. And, you know, you're going to have a women's match, but probably Charlotte, maybe on the one-off for the championship and lose to live, which I would love. Um, so, but can we just live got evil on, on, on SmackDown. She like almost killed fucking Lacey Evans through that table. I know Ron is the baddest woman on the planet, but Holy fuck. I know, right? Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Because I, I, I mean, it's I just because we were up. talking about SmackDown. That's why I brought it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah. So, so hold. All right, hold that. Thought. Let's table that for one second. So, Kayla, your thoughts about Logan and Roman? Um, the match shouldn't even really happened. You know, it's just can't believe he's getting a title shot. Um. But Logan, dude, you can't take Roman. He's the head of the table. He's the travel chief. He's in God mode. And I'm going to tell you this. Drew McIntyre couldn't beat Roman Reigns. And you think your little blonde, scrawny looking doofus ugly looking tater top butt can yeah don't ask why I said tater top but okay <laughs> you think you can take him no and Jolie mentioned you got the Usos you gotta worry about you got Solo Susika you gotta worry about you got Paul Heyman you gotta worry about hell <laughs> Yeah, so I might get another problem you might want to worry about. And I got two words for you. Tick tock. And so go ahead, call up your local funeral home, 
get your arrangements. And like Jolie says, please let us know if there's going to be a GoFundMe or where we can send the flowers because you're going to tap out to his submission move quicker than you can open up your mouth for your next podcast episode. Because <laughs> honestly, if this is the main event, which it probably will be, it ain't going to last long. He's going to need a speak to spell to talk. <laughs> Maybe not even that. If he, if he chokes him out to, um, what is it, guarantee or whatever submission move, he's uh, he probably won't have a voice. So he probably ain't gonna have no finger. Well, Roman don't break fingers like Butch does, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but dude, no. Like Jolie says, let us know if there's a GoFundMe. We won't help you though, but. You're going to need one after the fact. <laughs> you might want to bring some reinforcements too. Like I don't know who help. likes them enough. I don't know who likes them enough to help them. I don't think there Besides. is anybody. I don't think there is. I mean, him and Miz is on the outskirts. I don't think Chompa will help him. No. He might, well, he might get lucky and get everybody's worst theory that's what i was saying everyone's worst nightmare austin theory and they both can get knocked the fuck out together so i mean theory who does still have the briefcase at this rate he needs to just try to cash it in on um you know just go ahead and get your misery out you're not going to get it against roman you're not going to get him you know what i kind of hope that they let it go until wrestlemania just so we can see him get Superman punched to a rock bottom. Oh my god. That's insane. Oh man. Alright, so let me, let, me kind of, let me kind of skip ahead here on my list here. So, Jolie was bringing up Friday night with Liv and just going like waylay on uh, Lacey Evans. So, we know she's got an Extreme Rules match at Extreme Rules against Ronda for the title and everything. But it's like the card, and we're going to do our predictions next week, though. But it's like, Kayla, with this card that's shipping up right, uh, shaping up right now for Extreme Rules, it's like you have a strap match. You have an Extreme Rules match. You got the fucking fight pit. It's like, isn't it like wonderful to actually see these stipulation matches again on Extreme Rules when like last year it's like uh, you had to put like APB out for them. Right, because like last year, was like, oh, Extreme Rules. You guys so, also have to remember last year, I mean, I, as much as I am for Extreme Rules, we still have to be very careful with COVID. So, but now everything's a little bit more lax. They they, they don't care anymore, so. Because I think even, they, what, two, year, two years ago, they didn't even have an Extreme Rules match. Yeah, and it's like, that was like Thunderdome time, so. And that would have been the best time to do it exactly so it's like it's been extreme rules has been like pretty lax over the last few years and everything so it's just like it, it's like so it's like it, it's isn't it like great to see these again kayla it is because when you say extreme rules is coming up you can actually say extreme rules is coming up and you know and it's like you look at the match cards you know you got your well-deserved wwe smackdown women's champion Liv morgan that has literally found her spark ever since she's been champion more than she ever have going up against the baddest woman on the planet, Ronda Rousey. 
which I absolutely love both in that match. I mean, an Extreme Rules match, kendo sticks, tables, chairs, ladders, sledgehammers, whatever else is underneath that ring, fire extinguishers, um, all sorts of stuff. Um, I mean, it's... And then you got a fight pit, which... I think my first ever fight pit I watched was um Thatcher and Riddle. First one I ever watched was Thatcher and Champa. It was Champa? I thought it was Riddle. It was Champa, yeah. I knew Chompa. it was Thatcher. Yeah, Thatcher and Champa in NXT, which was a great match. Um, and then now we're getting Seth Rollins and Riddle. Hmm. But- Interesting. Who, who called for the fight pit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but like the second one, the second one in NXT was Riddle and Thatcher as well. Okay. So this is actually, this is going to be Riddle's second fight pit match. But the only okay. one I saw was the Thatcher and the Chopper one. Um, okay. But, and then you get a strap match. A Drew McIntyre versus Cross. Um, can they call it something else, please? Every lesbian in the world's going. That's not what's supposed to be called. Strap though, it's not a rope though. It's a strap. <laughs> Go ahead, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you to our jester. I've lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> um, are they going to throw dildos at each other? But anyway. <laughs> Jolie, I'm going to come to Delaware and strangle you. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> just name of the dildo, dildo, dildo throwing match now. Um, thank you for... <laughs> you got that stuck in my head. Thank you very much for that image. No, Cross is in that match. He don't need to be doing that. Come on now. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, this match is going to be very interesting considering Drew has no idea who he's going up against really because he may be known as Carrying Cross but he still has that killer in him so might kind of backfire on him a little bit because one thing Drew can do he can play mind games but guess what he's going to throw them right back to you mm-hmm. and on Friday night when Scarlett was walking to the ring, the way she has her hands, I knew exactly what was coming. That's the exact same thing that she um, did for against Keith Lee and NXT when they, she brought the contract. And it's the thing is, that's your strike. You got a Scarlet Fireball. You're playing mind games. You better step up your game. Well, that strap in the strap match <laughs> is going to be somewhere you don't want it to be. Well, she's wearing it, sure. Fuck, go ahead. But here's the thing. I understand what you're saying about Cross. Cross is a fucking god in matches. But there's something that Drew was called a little while ago. He wasn't called the psychopath for no reason. Drew does have a side of himself that he's kind of buried. And if anybody can bring it out of him, it's it cross. will be cross. It's going to be one little match. 
I mean, we could probably already predict who's probably going to come out on top, but I'm, I'm excited for that match. I'm actually working on the Extreme Reese preview for the website, so hopefully it ain't too much. I still got to work on the Raw preview. But, Jolly, with this being in Philly and everything, it's like your expectations are pretty damn high, right? Anytime there is a pay-per-view event in Philly, my expectations are high. I mean, the last time was... Shit, what was that? Was that Extreme Rules too? No. Was there anything after the Rumble that year? Yeah, because I went to something in 2019. Okay. Um, actually, there was a couple, but um, but no, you, we have a high expectation, especially in Philly. To it doesn't even matter if it's a sporting event or a concert or anything like that. In Philly, you better bring it, or unless we will let you know. 2019 was an Extreme Rules. Okay, that was the Becky Lynch. <laughs> Uh, Seth Rollins versus Lacey Evans and Corbin where she ate that beautiful fucking deep six and Seth went absolutely or end of days and absolutely (laughs) Seth went absolutely fucking ape shit it was one of the first times I got to see Undertaker wrestle in person again this incarnation of Undertaker I have seen the Undertaker wrestle in person but that was when he was the American Badass back in 20 uh, 20 2003? Yeah, 2003. 2000, no, two th- somewhere in the 2000s. I don't fucking remember. It's at Penn State. It was also the same night that Seth had two matches? Yeah, yeah because he lost to Brock, Brock Lesnar. Ca- Brock cashed in. Brock cashed in. I was, I was one of the many oh, people that yeah. were jumping up and down when he fucking lost. Dude, that was epic. Um, so, we have a high expectation. Um, I haven't been to the new Wells Fargo yet. We They've done a lot of work to it. So hopefully it's up to fan standards and hopefully sets the table for more events. Uh, I can't wait. A year and a half is going to take forever to get here. <laughs> I, I, I need fuck WrestleMania 39. I'm sorry. I don't give a shit about LA. I don't. LA is one of the most pretentious cities in the world. It's like let's get let's get all the festivities. Let's get let's get all the bullshit. Get to forty already. <laughs> yeah, plain and fucking simple. Let's get to forty. Boss Lady's first ever WrestleMania, baby. Yay! Are you still gonna try to go to day one? Okay, cool. Yeah, you need to get that pay per view out of the way first before you go to WrestleMania. Yes, you got to pop the pay per view cherry <laughs> with a strap match. Flying dildos on the side. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I'm going to tell you what, if I end up dreaming about something weird about this tonight, because lately when I've talked with my friends, I always end up dreaming something weird. If I do, I'm going to be texting you all at three, four, five when I get up in the morning and say, This is what the heck I dreamed about. Thank you, Jolie. (laughs) Like, thank you, Jolie. Fuck you, Jolie. (laughs) (laughs) If if it just gets a text that says, Fuck you, Jolie, you know what I dreamed about. you can text me until about eight o'clock in the morning. I won't hear shit. Man, it's like I got to put that group text on uh, silent sometimes because it's like if not because whenever y'all get on your rolls and everything, it's like it would, my phone would be going like bing 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 bing. 
And I know oh, that like not how to- you two get on your fucking rolls. Do you know how many like, my thing is on permanent silence now because I just have to keep checking because you guys will write fucking novels when I'm at work. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like mute. Sounds like I got a fucking vibrator in my pocket. Thanks, guys. <laughs> well, I, I at least know now not to text you one thing at one o'clock in the morning because it's like, yeah, I'll I'll wake up the next morning and I have like eleven missed messages. <laughs> the most missed messages I've had from you guys, I think, was close to fifty. And I what? forget. Yeah, I was at work. I think you guys were talking about something, and I was at work, and I think you're bitching about AEW. And it's just like the back and forth between the two of you is fucking hilarious. Uh, no, technically on my side was almost 2 a.m. You were one minute away from 2 a.m. when you sent. Yeah. We- yeah, I know. It, 1 a.m. I- your time, but 2 a.m. our time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. So so we, we're talking about gimmick matches, right? Right. Now, if we, we don't have a match for Bianchi yet. Actually, uh, it hasn't been made official, but it's supposed to be Bianca versus Bailey. Yeah, at the end of Raw, she was like, Bailey was like saying, "I want the title in Extreme Rules," but it hasn't been like made official or. Okay, all right, no, no, that's what I was going to say because I just saw Bailey pop up on my TV screen. Um, So if it is Bailey versus Bianca, they were technically supposed to have a hair versus hair match. I thought the last one was supposed to be, and I quit. No, that was, I thought that was uh, Rhonda and Charlotte. I thought it was supposed to be a hair versus hair. Then they made it to an eye clip, but I don't remember. But I swear it was supposed to be hair versus hair. Okay, so, but speaking of that, way. W- what stipulation do we want for that? Do we want extreme rules? Or, like, you know, all out, anything goes, because then she can have her girls, and uh, they can have hers. Do we want a cage match? I honestly would like to see a, um, a tables match. To be perfectly honest, I would love a tables match between these two, and like, I, I don't want Bianca to lose, but so I could definitely see like, if they made it to a tables match. Now, hear me out. And you have the women's tag team come out, the EO and Dakota, and then you have Alexis, Alexa, and Oscar uh, come out. Mm-hmm. So you have them all fighting, and somehow Bailey gets put through the table, so Bailey loses. Right. And then you have um, Alexa looking at the title, and then she just clocks Bianca in the head with the title, turning Ooh. heel on her. Interesting. Because I would like that feud. Alexa as face right now is just, I, I need more. Speaking of Alexa, she did post on Twitter in her wrestling attire with the little, with the little pink ball balls on her head again and saying the, hang on. Let me quote it right. Let me quote it. Back into evil times. Ooh. And there's the picture, people. If you don't see it, go to her Instagram. Where she has her little pink. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, she's been having her hair down. So, But then, what was it? Monday Night Raw, the lights flickered during her match, too. Okay, that theory is now coming into more fruition, and I'm liking what I'm hearing. Even though you don't want it, Kayla, I do. I know, I'm sick and tired. I know what you're talking about. I'm sick and tired of hearing about it, and it don't need to be like that. It doesn't, but just just think about if the Wyatt family branched out onto both shows. While they are a family together, they don't need each other. He has Scarlet. 
but he could be a part of the Wyatt family. Braun as well. Dexter is definitely a part of it. He mm-hmm. has to be. And White Rabbit, well, yes, that is his name. And I was so thankful that it was not fucking Adam Rose. Because there was like, oh, it's going to be Adam Rose. He's, it's just going to be sort of, no, no, never, ever. Oh, please, please. Speak that name into fucking existence ever again. <laughs> but it's like, I like how they're like, with the whole White Rabbit thing, it's like, they're getting like, extremely like, creative, like leaving like the coordinate stuff on people's cars. They already have merch up in the shop. It's just like, it's like, we don't know where this is going yet, but they're like, riding the wave to it big time. Like I said, I have known this song since high school. We performed it for our marching band. We made a giant pill in one of the formations because it's all about drugs. The complete song is just completely about drugs. But I just, who has the biggest issue with Roman Reigns? Bray Wyatt. You lost me. He never lost to Roman. He was never pinned. But it was Braun. Braun was the one that was pinned. Just, just hear me out. So, who's moving all these pieces on a chessboard? Bray. Bray's pulling the strings. He stalked the Miz. Who's stalking the Miz now? Dexter Loomis. The Red Queen is Scarlet. The White Knight, I feel, is more cross than him being a rabbit. Because the Red Queen directs everybody. Alice, I feel, is Alexa. Because she is... In some versions of Alice in the Wonderland, she is a murderer. She is a vile, vicious warrior so like and i think one of my favorite adaptations of her is not disney's adaptation it's actually american mcgee's adaptation i have the tattoo of the cheshire cat on my arm to prove that i prefer that one over anyone because he is purely psychotic the cheshire cat is dexter Loomis. he's all eyes and teeth plus you know hatchets Whether or not Cross is a part of this, it couldn't make sense if he was. And having him take out all the um, obstacles in the way to get to to Roman. But if he's not, if he's not a part of it, okay, I'd be fine with it either way. But like, I just love the fact that they use a song. Not only do they use the song, they just use the lyrics. They cut out the instrumental because the instrumental is very, very trippy. <laughs> and again, I I have listened to this song multiple times, many times. Like I was listening to it on the ride home last night after work because it's like one of those songs. Like you know, you just can sit back and just chill to when you're driving home. And it's just weird that they're just using the one lyric, the one verse. So I'm going to be interested to see what tomorrow brings because, or when this is released, Monday brings. But even if, like I said, even if he isn't 
he's and you have to admit yourself, Kayla, he has been playing online, you know, tricking people. Am I, am I not? You know, he's, he's playing the part and he's doing it very well because he is very good at what he does. That is the one thing I absolutely love and respect about Karrion Cross and Scarlet is that they play the parts that they are given and they play them so very well that you have no idea which way they're coming or going. I smell smoke. Are you thinking too hard? I'm just thinking about it. I mean, I understand like what you said, like, oh, he doesn't need it. No, he doesn't need it. But like I said, the Wyatt family, he did let go, but they were still a family. I mean, I would honestly love for Alexa to be a part of this somehow. Because I know she did say that she does. Because like one of the big major things, like a lot of people, I've said this before, a lot of people got on her because she continued Bray's gimmick or whatever when he got you know when he got released but that's the thing is that was the thing that they talked about he told her to keep it going and you know and in a podcast at one point might have been Corey's or whatever but so he asked her she said she always said that she if she had a chance to work with Bray again she would jump on it in a heartbeat there would be no doubt about it so this I guess we'll see how it goes I might change my mind about it but Mm -hmm. I just gotta see how it plays out really and Also, another thing about one of the, what they say, one of the meanings of this song is it's following your curiosity. It's, it's, you know, trying to change the way you think. So again, like I said, this could be a 100% complete swerve to something other than what it is. And like I said, I'm here for it because I fucking love it. Well, it's just... Just gotta wait and see what happens. Yeah, because who knows? This is not gonna get released right. I mean, we're not gonna the end of this is not gonna be right away because they've already said that it's not gonna be concluded like on a regular like Raw or SmackDown. It's gonna be at least done at a live event. I think it's gonna be done in extreme roles. But because here's my line of thinking: July eighth is when he debuted on Raw. Okay. It's October 8th, so it's a couple months apart, but it's still an eight. Numbers could mean something. Mm-hmm. And okay. where else would you have Bray turn up other than an Extreme Rules match? An Extreme Rules pay-per-view. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, but it's like with Roman not even being on the card and everything, so it probably, if anything, maybe during the cross and Drew McIntyre match, but well, again, we'll wait and see what happens. All right. So I'll skip that next topic and everything. Okay. So another big announcement that was made this week is that we're looking forward to Survivor Series and not one, but two War Games matches, which was like, oh, my God. Triple H is definitely back and everything. Uh, I probably won't go, even though I'm going to be in Boston that same weekend. But I don't know. Things may change. I gotta see it depending on my brother-in-law's. <laughs> Last time I checked, tickets are sold out for that. Hey, I can find if I can find fucking. I, I, if I'm determined enough, I'll find fucking tickets if I want to go or not, woman. <laughs> I told you to sit tight. You're not going. <laughs> I know. I was telling my coworker. I was telling this guy at work and everything. I was like, like, I've been to a lot this year, but it's like I don't know if I. It's like. I don't know, this is like one more fuel to the fire as well. So it's like, I don't know. 
Oh my god. But either way, it's like I'm thinking of like all the possibilities now with these two matches. And the thing is that Triple H did say they're going to be storyline based and not like Raw versus SmackDown based. So it's like with the men's match, you know one half of it's going to be the bloodline minus Roman. So it's like or 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 Judgment Day. I don't know. Have you thought about any possibilities, Kayla? Um, I'm trying to find that picture I saw that someone posted of who it could be. Uh, wrong one. They're not in WWE no more. Um, gotta find it, but more than likely, Bloodline might be up in there. Judgment Day might be up in there. Like someone posted on here and said, I don't even know where the hell this one fall into. Ciampa, Gargano, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens versus Roman and the basically Roman and the Bloodline. So they wouldn't have Sammy. They'd have Sammy on Kevin Owens' side. Someone said. Hmm. Kind of weird. I mean, if you want to do as far as storylines, I mean, obviously you've got to throw the Judd. Huh, this one's interesting. You know, I'm well, just finding okay. these online people. It's Roman, Solo, Sammy, Jay, and Jimmy versus Butch, Ridge, Seamus, and McIntyre. Hmm. Could be. but Because that could be right because Drew does have beef with the bloodline. Mm-hmm. And him and Seamus is good friends, and I'm sure wherever Seamus goes, and the famous words of Xavier and Kofi, bitch, botch, and bitch, goes everywhere with the bitch, bitch, botch, butch, botch, and bitch. There we go. <laughs> goes anywhere. But no, but it can go anywhere. Um, if you want to jump it over to Julia, it's fine. We're trying to see if I can find that. But it was very interesting because I was like, that could work. Because I remember I seeing Cross was on the one side. That's what I was trying to find. I don't know where it's at. I should have shared it but, the other day when I saw it. But it's like, the only reason I'm saying like why Roman might not be in the War Games matches and everything is because they keep saying that um, that's when Cross would get his title shot, which would be at Survivor Series. But I don't know if that was, I don't know if that's still going to be the case after what for him to only of- lose to the tribal chief? That's I know. That's yeah, I know. I, I know. But again, I don't know if that was. I don't know if that's still coming into play after the war games announcement. So I don't know. But it's like on the women's side, I could see this as the perfect opportunity to bring back Naomi and Sasha, especially since uh, Survivor Series is in Boston. So it's like you could have. All right, so let's say Alexa turns heel by then. She joins Damage Control. So on one side, you got Damage Control and Alexa. And then on the other side, you could have Bianca, Asuka, and then bring back Naomi and uh, Naomi and Sasha. That could round out the four right there. If you do a four on four. Mm. I'm two months away in storyline based. I, I, it's like my mind's all over the place with this shit. Jolie, have you thought any had any thoughts about war games and who would be in the matches? For the men, it's gotta be the bloodline versus somebody. Um, I mean, it could be Kevin Owens and people of his choosing to to get custody of Sami Zayn. Um, or if it is the Wyatt family, Bray, Dexter, um, Carrion, and Braun versus oh. The bloodline. There's also that. Okay. 
Um, but the women, I mean, could be like you. I, I mean, I don't. That that was actually a pretty decent women's match right there. Um, so I've I've no qualms with that one at all. Especially all right. if they finally bring Nine- back fucking Sasha and Naomi. All right. So September twenty fifth, four thirty two p.m. Central Time. Book it. <laughs> Mark the time. <laughs> what did I agree with you? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, who knows at this point? But yeah, no, it's like this would be like the perfect opportunity to bring in God the pop. The pop, the pop alone would make me even want to be there even more. But like I said, we'll see. The pop alone would make Soraya's pop look like a concert. The roof would be blown off of the of the arena. Mm-hmm. Internet would explode, and then you would have AEW smarks crying in their tears. <laughs> crying those lovely, lovely tears that we will drink sip them and laugh in their pain because like oh we have Paige now we've got Soraya okay and we've got mm-hmm. Becky we've got Charlotte we've got Bailey we've got Eo we've got Dakota we've got Shayna we've got Rhonda hell we've got Bianca and that's not even mentioning Raquel Aaliyah Shotzi Lacey Natalia mm-hmm. Tamina and every woman down in NXT. So, all I gotta say is this the fact that they're making this a War Games event, fucking bring it on. Now, my question is this because this is rumor since Triple H has now taken over NXT again. We're getting takeovers. Should they do a War Games takeover as well? Sure, why not? The rosters, they would tear it up just as much. Hell yeah. I mean, it's like if they did a war, if they did a war games takeover and everything, I could see one for the men. I don't, I don't know about necessarily one for the women though. Toxic attraction with rocks uh, with Cora Jade, Roxy, Caden Carter, and Casey Kettenzero. Because fuck you, I'm not calling her that. And um, Zoe, there you go. Okay. Like, damn, you got that quick. No shit. Hire me. <laughs> and then hell, after the after the other day with NXT, uh, with uh, Dragunov coming back and everything, it was just like, whew. Oh my god. I don't know if y'all actually saw the clip when, I don't know if y'all actually saw the clip when Dragunov was coming back, but the way that JD uh, McDonough, he like reacted, it's, it's like, he had like the whiny baby look. Like, no! No! It's hilarious. Well, because he had to relinquish the title due to injury, right? Yeah. So, there you go. No wonder why he's acting like a little bitch. No, Jamie, not Yeah, yeah. which I hate for him because he's such a good competitor. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's wrap this shit up. Kayla, what you got? Crazy tweets. Let's do this. All right. Um, I have two crazy tweets. Um, but before I get actually, I have I found one just here a minute ago. I want to share. This was I found this interesting. It is top eleven superstars with the most televised wins in twenty twenty two. Okay. Oscar seven, Becky Lynch seven, 
Raquel Rodriguez, eight, Sasha Banks, 10, Alexa Bliss, 11, Rhonda, 11, Rhea, 11, Dana Brooke, 13, Naomi, 13, and there's two tied at 18. You want to take a stab at who the two ladies are for that's tied at 18? Bianca and Liv. Kat, what do you think? Yeah, because I, I, I remember seeing the tweet. I just didn't see the whole list. Yep, Bianca and Liv are tied at 18. I just thought that was cool. Um, Very cool. Okay, the tweets that I have, since we've already technically talked about this one, this one's actually kind of a funny thing, but this is going towards Bobby Fish. For the ones that mm-hmm. didn't see it, it's supposed to be a picture of Triple H's lock screen. Oh! <laughs> At Adams Andrew Pro, leak screen from Triple H's phone. Bobby Fish, hey Hunter, Kyle and Adams said no, but I'm still down any time. Another text. You know I'll go to war for you, big guy. Just listening to some um, motorhead. What are you doing? Another text. Bobby Fish, you there, You there, boss? Another text. Please, man, answer me. <laughs> <laughs> this next one's probably going to get Jolie rounded up. Uh-oh. At Xavier 21240541. At WWE at Triple H. Please bring back hashtag Nia Jax to WWE. <laughs> at whatever the fuck you are, shut the fuck up. We do not want that tireless piece of trash ever coming back to this company ever the fuck again. She was only there out of nepotism. She only stayed in the position she was in out of nepotism. And the, the division has been better since she's been gone. So, fuck off. <laughs> okay, let's see. Not I don't have too much on my end, but at wrestling... Wrestling News Company uh, reported that when uh, Booker T was like, I think it was on his podcast or something the other day, but Booker T tells Tony Khan to fix the turmoil in AEW instead of taking shots at WWE. Not wrong. No, you're right on that one, actually. Yep. Okay. And then, what was the other one? Okay. Lost by Sky, at Lost by Sky, tweeted out four pictures saying AEW misused them more than WWE and the pictures are of our of our of Miro Andrade Malachi Black and Buddy again not wrong yeah definitely and that and everything and then I saw something about like Miro saying that he actually is happy in AEW and the people who want to go back to WWE more are like people with like significant others there, which wouldn't make sense with like Malachi Black and then Andrade, because it's like their wives work there. And then I don't know if you want to throw Buddy in the mix because he's like dating Rhea and stuff, but man. And then it's like they, I saw this tweet on Friday, and then of course they addressed it on SmackDown and everything, but it's like we got the damn rematch SmackDown season premiere, Gunther versus Sheamus part two. For the Intercontinental Championship. Oh my God. And we're, that's just going to be on a SmackDown. It's going to be a good match. They're already setting yeah. it up. Actually, there you go. You want to talk about a, a Survivor Series match in a War Games? Oh. Those three versus three. Fuck it. And then they pick one more person that would go with them. Drew could probably go with Hell. All right, here you go. Drew goes with the, the Brutes. And because he's feuding with him right now, Carrion goes with Gunter and Imperium. 
Mm-hmm. No, we don't need Cross doing the little arm thing. <laughs> no, because he'll just stare at them. Like, what the fuck are you doing? No, that that would be good because he'd just stare at them and he'd take them out. He don't play well with others. He really don't. <laughs> He's proven that in NXT. That time right. that him and Finn was supposed to go up against the tag titles. They were supposed to be beating the other team up, but it turned out Finn accidentally hit Cross. What happened? Cross takes out his tag team partner. So, no, he don't team very well. <laughs> he don't play well with others. No. Okay, and then this other tweet, we didn't really talk about this earlier and everything when we were talking about AEW, but at Wrestling News Co. reported, CM Punk reportedly not expected to return the AEW contract buyout likely. All right, That's, that, that Dear Tony's dad, Sorry, you're going to fire a couple Jaguars to pay that shit off. Uh, Kayla? I don't want to say him coming back. You know, obviously, I will jump back. The Monday Night Raw that he got booed out of the arena happened to be in Greenville, South Carolina, which I was at that Monday Night Raw. Um, but in the fact that he came back all this time for pro wrestling, thought it was going to change. I was happy for him, but same old bullshit happened. Mm-hmm. He don't get his way. It starts all over. He's just, he's a mess. And honestly, I feel bad for AJ having to put up with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard states that he might try to wedge his way back in the WWE. We don't need you there. <laughs> we really don't. We don't need you there. Because I'll go ahead and tell you right now, if you look at that roster, over even, I'm going to say, Regardless if Cross and Drew is feuding, feuding, Brawling Brutes and Imperiums and feuding, you know, all these people are feuding against each other for that one time. I think they would all gain up together just to take him out. Yeah. Because they don't want that bullshit there. They don't need the bullshit there. Triple H probably wouldn't even take his damn mouth anymore. So, you know, it's, yeah, someone I saw that on Twitter says, oh, his contract, might, he might be wedging himself back in the WWE. No, we don't need you there. Paul Heyman might laugh in your face because yeah. he don't want you back, probably either. So, if, if he came back, I mean, we enjoyed him on backstage. That was it. Yeah. I, I, I think that he has run his course. He doesn't want to put anybody over. Tony Khan could have stopped this a long time ago, but he didn't. You know, and if the rumors are true of what they said in that behind the scenes meeting with Omega saying half of y'all wouldn't even be here, but you are. And they're saying some of that was towards punk and hangman bringing up Colt Cabana and then keeping Colt Cabana hired and, you know, not shutting down any of it. it, it this all lies on Tony. It all does. And this is why Booker T is right. He needs to fix his product before he does anything else. He needs to fix what's going on backstage because if you've got people unhappy and, you know, um, you, you're not going to have a good product. I mean, look how people were unhappy with WWE events, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, people were given the company line, company line, company line. But now people are like, this environment is completely different. We're legitimately happy now. So 
it wasn't just a fresh coat of paint with Stephanie and Triple H and Nick Khan. It was a whole makeover. So WWE has done something right. Yeah. When you got people saying, I can sit down and watch this again. I mean, you're not getting the same people winning titles all the time. Like Bobby Lashley has been probably one of the best United States champions we've had in a while. As much as he annoys us, Roman has definitely been one of the best heavyweight champions and universal champions for a while. I mean, that's not taking away from like Seth or Brock or anybody like that, but it's like, you know, he has that legitimate heel and, you know, I want to hate the guy type attitude. And your women's division is off the fucking hook. They're featured what on each show every week? Mm-hmm. At least once? Yep. So. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. In summary, uh, Punk, just stay retired. <laughs> Punk, go back to MMA. Oh, wait. You sucked at that, too. Yeah, I just think he's done. Just stay home with AJ and the pets. Just call it a career. And on that note, all right. Well, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us. And tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>